Welcome there. Welcome to Quarantine Sessions, episode number two, with Sergio and Henroso, or also known as Gino X. I'm dropping the last name. We're 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 uh, desperate times call for desperate measures. I'm dropping the last name. Y'all just gotta call me Gino X. Keep it simple. But yes, welcome to our second episode broadcasting live from beautiful Southern 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 California. And y'all already know we woke up. We got our coffee going. Having my cup says, "Be awesome today." So yeah, just be awesome today. Quarantine because this shit is getting no joke. We're just talking about how uh, New York the cases it holds uh, more than half of the cases of COVID nineteen. Excuse me for that. Yeah. So New York has been deemed as um, having half the COVID-19 uh, cases in the United States. And as each day unfolds, they're finding, more, they're finding thousands and thousands of new carriers and thousands and thousands of new cases. And because of this, their hospital system has been hit and they're on the surge looking for medical supplies such as gowns, testing materials, and things like that. So as each day goes on, we're finding out the situation is getting worse and worse. The cities are on lockdown. Mandates are going out to businesses. They must close if being non-essential. Yeah, exactly. And this is check this out. Check the scope out of this. I was reading this. It could be a, maybe one of those onion articles that's you know it's bullshit. But I thought it was pretty funny. It, it said uh, supposedly that Vladimir Putin released uh, 500 lines on the streets of I forgot what Russian city, so people could actually stay inside. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny, but it's pretty bullshit, but. Add some light to well, dark times. <laughs> well, we don't know. We we don't know. We're not there. We don't know how, you know, dictators act in the way they want to act, which would make real sense because modern problems require, require modern, modern solutions. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hopefully it doesn't get like that out here. You know, we don't need no 500 yeah. lions walking around trying to attack people trying to go out. But exactly. This is where and check this out. Um, I'm already going into my emergency supply of, of rationing food. I'm drinking. Oh, I'm, I'm, I love seafood. I, I wish I could go out and eat some mariscos, as we call them over here in California and other parts. But um, I'm actually eating my own form of mariscos, which is a shrimp cup of noodles. We add some lemon juice and some tapatio, and you're good to go. Best, best uh, oh, that's uh, best the poor man's right there. But it is a lovely day out here. California, out here in my city, I'm going out for a walk. See people practicing the social distancing. They're out walking their dogs. See kids out here playing on their bikes. And it seems it seems real nice. Typically, more activity outside than normal. But I guess people are stuck at home under the mandates of stay home, stay safe, stay safe. If home. it's not something you don't need, basically stay at home. Such as stay medical, home. food, you know. Something you really truly need. Necessity. Necessity. True necessity. And it's I mean it's, it's, it's scary. It's really scary because like I said, the cases are only ballooning up because and that's of the ones we know because current testing doesn't allow for every person in that state to get tested in one day. That's completely exactly. So the numbers are just that that we the statistics. The statistics we get are probably not the, look, this is how much it went up yesterday. If you remember from episode number one, we had about we were barely passing three hundred thousand cases. Now it ballooned up to a four point two increase in the whole world 
of the COVID-19 cases. So let me give them put some numbers in there for you. Infected, we have 300,032. And um, deaths, we have 14,436. Recovered, but like we said, recovered, it's kind of, you know, they're either left with, uh, you know, permanent, like, uh, lung damage or something, you know. We don't know. This is a new virus, you know. We don't know if they're actually truly recovered. What if it comes back? We do not know. So there's 96,958 recovered. And now, yesterday it was 187 countries affected. Now we have 190 countries affected. And the biggest case is, ooh, the largest increase is actually in the United States with a 20.9% increase. That's 5,000 new cases. Italy seen a 10.4 increase with 5,500 cases and 560 cases. And there, it brings up their total to to 59,138. And this is Italy. This is not a third world country, as you said. This is, you know. That's true. But we got to understand that a lot of Italy's population is a lot older as well. And this and this, um, this particular virus is hitting people that are older, that have respiratory, uh, respiratory issues, because it is a respiratory uh, virus. Uh, it actually produces a new type of pneumonia in the body. A lot of survivors that <clears throat> actually went to the hospital and recovered from it experienced pneumonia. And the doctors didn't know what kind of pneumonia. And even doctors were confused thinking it was just another type of pneumonia rather than actually testing for the COVID-19. But we, we don't know where we're at with this because there's still no vaccine. All the, yeah, whole, look, the whole world you know, is try to find a vaccine and try to make a vaccine and even if they do make this vaccine how fast do you think it'll, it'll take to eradicate this virus worldwide because we're not just talking about nations we're talking about worldwide this virus is hitting worldwide it's so, hard it's hitting china, hard and it's hitting no china of course where, where it originated of course it has the most number of cases which is you know it's it's astounding how fast this like we said yesterday there was a uh, Italy seen almost 800 people die in one day. Oh, one day, people. Do you understand this? One day, 800 people in Italy, and that's not you know all the deaths in the, in the world combined. Yeah, some people, some people are even saying like spiritualists and con, uh, conspiracy theories, uh, theorists that uh, dabble more in the spiritual realm are saying yeah. that the earth, the earth is trying to take a break from us. That's what they say. Um, I feel like this is, I, I, you know, I, I feel like this is more man-made than it is anything. I, I think, you know, yeah, it, it, the supposedly the origins have I read from an article from the Daily Mail. Um, it said that it originated from actually for the consumption of bat, and you know, which occurred in the in the markets of uh, Wuhan and other cities. That's, that's not true because this virus is is a mutation from the actual virus SARS. That's why we see it out in um, out in China. So this virus has been there before, but it has now mutated. But in the end, do we really know? Do we really know? Well, I'm saying in the, in the nature of the virus, we, we know where it originated from. Yeah. But we know where it came from, but we're not sure how it was introduced to, into the actual population. Where was the first case transmitted humans? Yeah, that's all right. That's true. That's very true. Another new, another coronavirus news in Colombia. We've seen a, a riot in a Bogota prison over coronavirus. It left 23 inmates dead and 83 injured. 
And pretty much they started rioting because seven prison guards, like, no, it pretty much it happened was that they, they it's unsanitary condition in the prison. So pretty much the inmates got tired of that shit. And, you know, they're, they're pretty much going to full panic mode because you're stuck there. You can't leave there. You know, they're like, that's the real quarantine, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, and that, that creates, that creates. Um, and this is in a prison. Wait till this occurs. Uh, uh, in, in Asia. Wait, wait till this occurs in like cities and, you know, like it's, it, and I'm not going to say it's going to happen. I hope it don't get to that point. Well, then well, we, we're hoping it doesn't get to that. Well, we, we're just, seeing a lot just of. Just go to the uh, stores. Go to the stores. And when they bring out a pallet of uh, paper towels and stuff, and you see people just start, you know, that mob mentality. Oh, let's look at some paper towels right here. Next thing you know, you got yeah, people that, like that, that, that's that's what the government's most afraid about the mob mentality. Because if 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 we do enter that state, all shit's gonna break break loose. We see a lot of people. We were talking about this yesterday. We see a lot of people buying ammo and ammunition, uh, ammunition, and guns right now. Like oh, sold yeah. out. Everywhere. I know. I, I have a couple friends that you know they post little snaps, and I've seen even some female friends. They're like, oh, my new baby, like, they just got their first gun, you know, and they're they're taking this seriously, you know. I am as yeah. well, you know. I, you know, I don't, I don't have no firearms because, you know, I don't. <laughs> but let's, let's say, you know, let's say it's easily acquirable. <laughs> but, um, but I did order a crossbow. Oh, off, off, off my, yeah. I'm did waiting. you really? Yeah, I did. It's a hundred and eighty pound crossbow. So it's strong yeah, enough to kill. I would even go through a car door with that much pounds. Well, let's hope. Let's hope it's 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 sufficient and it's a deadly. It's a silent killer. So yeah, but like I said, stay safe. Keep you know, stay home. Keep quarantine. You know. Yeah. I have my daughter. I have my daughter today, so you know I'm gonna do my best. I I used to take her to the mall on Sundays or take her to the parks. And now, of course, we cannot do that. We cannot risk it. You know. Right now, I don't know nobody in my circle of friends, family, that has any type of infection, but let's hope it stays like that, because once once you know about someone personally getting that coronavirus, the Rona, then it's when, like, shit's hitting the fan, like, oh, wow, this is, like, in my in my vicinity, you know, like, so let's hope yeah, it never gets there. Okay. Yeah, but let's hope it never gets there, but people are experienced that in Italy, they can't even go bury their family members, they, you know, they basically get cremated, it's such a sad, they can't be there next to their family members during the sickness, because they might risk getting, you know, getting it themselves, it's pretty, it's pretty Well, sad. I actually heard, I've I seen, I've seen this video online of a man in Italy that his sister died during quarantine. Oh, and yeah, I've actually, actually seen that video. Called, um, it's pretty, it's pretty sad, like, and stuff like that to come pick up the body, and no one, no one would come pick up the body like a few days, even a few days after she had died, and they're letting, they're pretty much leaving him to fend for himself. She died, and she, he's living in the same place she died. So basically, she was, with his sister's yeah, corpse, basically, in yeah, his house, he, called, he already called. He, uh, he could be infected. He already this called the officials as well to like for help, and they're it's, it's so you know there's the system is so overwhelmed they cannot respond to going and picking up the body. You know? Yeah, but I, I think people don't understand, dude, that like the infrastructure of, of, of where we're at versus like infrastructure wise, like healthcare, policing, military, even like our cell phone uh, networks, like the infrastructure on that, like we don't have the capacity to actually help everybody. We really don't. Yeah, and, and to put this into like more perspective, what what you're going on your fourth day without work, right? 
Yeah. Like, no, third day. Third day was that work. Yeah, well, still, that's three days of pay, you know. That, yeah, gone. You know, due to this virus, it has affected. You know, luckily, my job is considered essential work, which is that's the only way you're working right now. And yeah. I even have a friend that posted earlier that, that his work gave him a letter. Basically, I guess it's going to get to the point where if you're out and about, that if, if you stop. get pulled over, yeah, they're probably going to pull you over and see what where you're going. And if you don't have a good legitimate emergency or like you don't got a letter saying you're going to work, then I'm pretty sure you're, you know, you're going to you're going to get some type of fine or maybe even imprisonment or even sent home. Or even just maybe forcefully sent home, and, you know, made to, made to forcefully quarantine, you know. Damn. Yeah, shit this shit's reminding me of, uh, have you ever seen that movie, uh, V for Vendetta? I I need to actually brush up on it again. I've seen it a long time ago, but I don't remember really yeah. what the plot Well, it was like a, a, about a totalitarian state, right? And they would like check people's, like check people, um, they, they would all have to carry what was called a real ID. Like this oh my god, that's kind of scary because you yeah. know that's that's already yeah. happening here. Yeah, but this, this movie came out a long time ago. But they would need to carry it even to buy groceries and stuff like that. And I think if, if we keep going in the direction we're going, and uh, the outbreaks become heavy, bigger and bigger, I think we're gonna they're gonna have to send out like like what they did in China, dude, like traveling IDs for people, like one person of the family to go out and get bare necessities and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Because it's going to get to the point, like, if they're doing checkpoints to see, like, to um, enact curfews and stuff like that already, it's just going to get worse. And it's going to get more militant, like, and we're going to, I think we're going to see the National Guard come in. We're going to see, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm hoping, I, like I said, I hope nothing is happening, but the, I'm, in my prediction, I think they're going to be checkpoints on every major, cross, like, not every major cross intersection, but at least the major ones in your city. Yeah. There's going to be checkpoints. Maybe going in and maybe out at first city. military. I, I mean, maybe at first out police, but then maybe future we might see military checkpoints. Who knows? No, well, we we for sure we'll see military checkpoints because we don't have enough police in our cities to cover um, all the entrances and main ways of the city. So I think um, I think they will send, uh, especially here since we're so close to Air Force Base, we're going to see them come out fast. You know yeah, I, mean? I actually but, earlier, believe it or not, I actually just seen um, some uh, military helicopters flying over. I don't know, you know, I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're just doing training exercises. You know. But it's were they, you know, the hey, were they the regular helicopters or like the helicopters? No, they were green. They were like the they were not they were not combat helicopters. Like like green transport military helicopters. But like the single rotor ones or the double rotor ones? Yeah, like the, the cargo ones. Rotor ones. The single rotor. I think I think one. I think it was like one of one of each, like one double rotor and one single. Okay. Yeah, because I was the bigger ones. You know, they're they're bringing people in, and we don't even know what they. Who knows how many, uh, you know, tanks and stuff they got out there? Because out there in um in New York, they you see military presence and they're in tanks and closing down the streets and shit. So like, oh, they are? That's already going yeah. on over there? That's already going on right now. So it's wow. just like, shit's getting crazy. Yeah. But um, let's, you know, just stay safe. Everybody, you know, hopefully you guys got your supplies, you know, your, your toilet paper, you know. So at least you could have a clean ass when you're suffering from the coronavirus. 
You know, <laughs> you know that's you know a must. <laughs> no sense. But um, yeah, that's that's let's let's take a little lighthearted approach, and you know that's funny. I think that's funny how people started, you know, mob mentality. Oh, toilet paper, let's get it. <laughs> you know, I'm over here more thinking about like I bought like. You know, I kind of, you know, I, I got to hoard food. You know, food is an essential water. Yes, we're going to do that. You know, everything else is, you know, trivial. But I, I bought like a 40 couple noodles, the, the cups, because, you know, the expiration date. I bought a lot of, um, like, what do you call, call them? Um, wieners, because uh, they, they expire probably, they expire into, not until like August, which is like, I was like, oh, I know, at least we got some food till then. And then I got some tater tots, believe it or not, which expired up in, until December. So you should have like, bought some Twinkies. Twinkies will survive a nuclear. Yeah, but you know, I'd rather have food, food like Twinkies. You know, it's like a little treat. I should have though. I should have. You're right. Nah, but, um, but either way, the situation. I, I feel like we need to take this time and and like self reflect because we have all this time now. Like, well, people yeah, like me. And guess what? Guess what? I feel like you know once if if. If, you know, I'm ready because I got a lot of books. That, uh, I hope you guys got some books, you know. You never know what if, you know, like the electricity or whatever starts acting faulty. Or you never know, you know. I hope it doesn't. But like I said, at least I got some books that, you know, that could entertain, uh, you know, you for a cool for days, you know, maybe like two, three days. It depends how fast you read. But yeah, I know my friend Sergio right here. He got the, he got his books, you know, like. And, you know, when you start reading, y'all can't just be on your phone, you know, doing all these challenges. But, oh, we, me and Sergio have been doing the push-up challenge. I'm actually going to send him a video, maybe in a little bit, doing my 20 push-ups. And, you know, let's keep it going, get that little workout. Gyms are closed, 20, you know. 20 push-ups? Yeah, maybe after this, after we broadcast this, this podcast. Oh, okay. I'll, do the I accept, I, I, I'll put it on my story, and then I'll just okay. tag you on the story. I, I accept your challenge, and I'll raise you 10. Uh, no, because my arms hurt. I slap boxed one of my friends yesterday. Honestly, I honestly, I almost knocked him out with just by. Wait, 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 wait. I wanna, I wanna hear this story. How did this happen? Okay, okay, so we were self quarantined at my friend's apartment. You know, we had we by self quarantine. Right? By, by by self quarantine, what do you mean? Like we were, it was just no more than ten individuals. Uh, you know, six feet apart, sitting at least. Uh, we're not six feet apart, we're like three feet apart, but still, there's no contact, no respiratory. You can't feel someone's hot breath in your face, you know. Doing our little precaution, nobody's coughing. If somebody's coughing, I wouldn't be there, of course, you know. But, um, pretty much, you know, drinking a little drink, smoking a little smoke, you know. Next thing you know, this guy's over here trying to assert his dominance. In the it's three males and one female, he's trying to assert the dominance, and he's over here trying to slap box my other friend. And I got tired of it because my other friend was just trying to have a good time. You know, he's right there with his girlfriend, you know. And, you know, I was like, you know what? I'll slap box you. You know, you're trying to be over here, Mr. Asserting Dominance. I was like, well, guess what? Here's a line that is ready to pounce. And pretty much, he took the slap box to the parking lot. Monk didn't want to go. My friend, my mo- my other my other friend, I didn't want to slap box. He didn't even want to go watch. He was just like, oh, here these guys go. And But they said, they said that they heard the slap heard around the world. And that was a slap, which which ended the slap box session. And guess who ended up on the floor? Not me. <laughs> oh, snap. And we what? came back, and, and we came back, and my friend, uh, and, and put put this in perspective, he wanted to slap box. He was the one. And then when I said, he even got more happy. He's like, okay, Gino, you want to? I'm like, yeah, I want to. And pretty much he came back after the slap hurt around the world, his nose bleeding, kind of oh, like shit. talking that that upset talk that you know oh you got me but you don't know how to box 
And I'm like, bro, this is not boxing. How am I going to throw a slate, a straight slap? You know, like, bro, I have to, you know, like, I'm going to slap you, bro. I'm not going to. If this was boxing, you know, you either way, you still would have ended up on the floor. <laughs> yeah. But, well, yeah, a little well, humor, but, a little humor but, and, you know, a little physical activity. Me, That's what I'm saying. I'm only going to do 20. But, My arms hurt. They're sore. But, but look, like, to, me, to me, this sounds like deja vu because this happened uh, not too long ago also. <laughs> Where we're uh, kicking it. This was before the whole COVID nineteen, and for some reason, I felt like wrestling. And then um, Mr. Gino <laughs> X right here says, "I'll wrestle you." And then uh, we begin to wrestle, and this man puts a death choke on me. <laughs> Great death this was, choke it was a tussle, all right. I, I I think I got into that mentality. I'm I'm fighting for my life. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like I'll, I'll, on that when they're interviewing our Kelly, and I'm like, he's like, I'm out here fighting for my life. That's how I felt. <laughs> yeah, he he he. I was fighting for my life after I was in <laughs> after I was in that death choke because this man had two his two hands wrapped around my neck. Not even wrestling. This wasn't even wrestling anymore. This was just full on death choke, death match. But so full uh, on death match. <laughs> yeah, but it is what it. Is. You know, there's no worries. I did come out of that shit with a black eye. I don't know how we <laughs> got a black eye. We have we were supposed. To I had wrestling. a little. I had I had a couple marks. You know, a couple marks. But hey, it was, yeah. I was all in good in good fun games. But, yeah, I was just in good yeah, fun yeah, games. Back, you know, back to and with all the, the seriousness, you know, back to. Um, this quarantine session right now, do, you know, do we not, suggest this, nah, this best nah, challenge. Nah. This is a good challenge because you know it's, it keeps your time occupied, and then physically, you're you know you're you're little, at least you're tightening all the muscles up, doing a little you know tag a friend on Instagram, just uh, make a video of yourself doing that. You know we're doing twenty push-ups, but they're doing ten, which is weak. You know, so we're we're starting off with twenty, and then we're slowly wow. gonna build up to to the thirty day cha- thirty day push-up. You know, every maybe thirty days, Monday, thirty pushups as well, though. I mean. My arms hurt, bro. I slapped the shit out of that guy. Like. Well, I don't know how, how your hands hurt if, if you slap me into the shit. <laughs> well, because he was blocking. Like, he had his arms up, like, trying to trying to protect his face, right? Like, blocking the sides of his face. How do you get, you know? Imagine trying to slap someone on the side of their face. Yeah, you yeah, put yeah. your arms up and you put... So, what I would... I would use brute force to destroy his defense. And finally got one... That one good slap that, like, it basically rattled him. <laughs> It rocked them. They rocked Yeah, so my <laughs> arm and my hand hurt. Like, you know, my palm and my arm hurt because, you know, he was trying to block himself. But you can't you can't just stop these hands of death, you know. No. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but like I said, back to the audience. Thank you guys for joining us. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to play with my daughter right now. I'm about to get right. a bath. And, you know, and I'm, I'm enjoying right now my cup of noodles. Everybody get that, that, that midday meal in, you know. And then right now I'll do a little video. I'm gonna tag Sergio on Instagram, and y- y'all can follow us on our Instagram. Mine's uh, Gino Ramirez nine five one. Oh no, Gino Rams R A M Z nine five one. And um, Sergio, what's your Instagram? My my Instagram is uh, Sergio underscore drop e thirty six. And um, just to let you guys know, again, this was quarantine sessions episode two. Episode two, Deuce Dose. LGK. March. It is Sunday, March twenty-two, and uh, we'll come. Uh, we'll come with another one tomorrow. Tomorrow, we'll give you another so, update on statistics. We'll, you know, throw in a little jokes, a little of our personal stories. We are, yeah. you know, thank you for joining us. If y'all got any topics y'all want to talk about, you know, you can email you us guys, at Ramirez nine five one one three at yahoo.com. If you guys have any funny um, 
slap boxing stories you want to share with us, uh, go ahead and hit me up <laughs> on my Instagram. Again, that's Sergio underscore drop E36. And we'll catch you next time. Signing on off. The quarantine session is out. Over Gino. and Gino X out. <laughs>